Mmm, that's good. Yes, I am back. That's right. Digital Coffee is back, and this is more of a 2.0 version of it. Sorry I've been away for so long, but I had got a new job, full-time job. Kind of means that things had to be worked around and figured out a little bit. But yes, I am finally back. And, well, the schedule's going to change a little bit. Instead of doing three episodes a week, I'm only going to do one of these types of episodes on Sundays, and then I will probably be doing Anchor Radio throughout the week instead. That's kind of an app, uh, so you can find me on there just as much, but I'll still do uh, more of extended content or extended uh, podcast through here. It's going to be Digital Coffee uh, the first week of the month or the first Sunday of the month, and then um, Morning Marketing second, and then Gamers Cafe, and then whatever I wanted to be on the last um, Sunday of the month, uh, depending on where that lies, because sometimes it would be three, sometimes it would be four. It really depends on, you know, all that stuff. But yes, that's going to be the schedule from now on. So let's get on with uh, kind of things I'm going to be talking about. So, uh, right, well, lately, unfortunately, social media companies, internet search companies have been, well, they haven't been very good to be honest with you. I've kind of been frustrated with them. I've kind of been shaking my head. A lot of things have been going on. Uh, yes, I've still been trying to keep up with it as much as possible. And it looks like Google, well, my ire is now against you because you're not very smart, bright, or um, understanding of what you originally were. So in the beginning, Google was all about, all about do no evil. That was kind of their slogan for a while. And then they pivoted away from do no evil to, eh, we're going to do whatever we want uh, because it's Google and that's that's what Google does besides having f- too many messaging apps or platforms and not, you know, kind of stop doing that. Anyways, uh, so uh, the executive chairman of Alphabet Inc., which is the new version of Google, because Google is now part of Alphabet Inc. Anyways, it's a whole convoluted thing. Uh, Eric Schmidt came on, looks like it was Fox, but he was talking about um, the new ways of combating quote-unquote fake news. Now, fake news has been a big subject for quite a while, mainly because the mainstream media does like to... Uh, it doesn't like that people question them. That's that's the problem, is that there, people have been questioning them, people have been like, okay, why are you doing this type of a thing? It has not been really good for them. Uh, the ratings are down. They're probably they're the least trusted in quite a while. It's, it's, it's so abysmal, it's not even funny anymore. So that's the issue. And so during uh, Trump's election or presidential election with Trump and Hillary, fake news is spreading and like, oh, spreading fake news, fake news, fake news. But no one really knew what fake news was. To be honest with you, the if you look at the Google trends, the rise of fake news didn't happen until around the election. No one cared about it, which is really funny to me. Uh, but the spread of this is mainly because, uh, well, there's two political ideologies in play here. There's more conservative views, and that has kind of a spectrum. Yes, there is a spectrum on that one. And then there's the left uh, views, which have a different spectrum as well. 
Uh, I usually fall under more right because I actually care about uh, being pro-business, making sure people can start businesses, making sure people it's not going to be as over-regulated and it's going to be easier to start business, to create wealth, generate wealth that will help your country in general. That's usually where I stand. Plus, I want people to pay for their own crap. To be honest with you, they should be able to pay for your own stuff. People, sh uh, a, a group of people should not be able to pay for what you want. That's what you need to go after. Anyways, uh, tech companies generally fall under the left because they are so they are located ma majority in San Francisco or Seattle. Microsoft's in Seattle. My problem is is that it's so because I live in California, it's so left over there that they are very progressive, bordering on communism. And if you think communism is good, you're not very bright and you need to look at the history of communism. Uh, and that type of thing of, oh, we want to be inclusive, which really isn't being inclusive because you're not really including things you disagree with. So there's my argument about inclusiveness that nobody follows. Uh, so that's kind of the history. So now... Facebook's been having having a problem, quote-unquote, with it. Google and Twitter in general have both been trying to figure a way to deal with this. Now, they all deal with this in different ways. It's actually not the best way. So Google is going to, it looks like, um, go through the search queries that you are doing and either suppress the, quote-unquote, fake news. And the problem is, is what is fake news? Because no one can really say that. And if you say one is over the other, you probably aren't really telling the truth. Uh, and plus, there's been calls that the media in general does a lot of fake news. For example, if you know about Bill Nye, and please never watch Bill Nye for science because he got a bachelor's degree in mechanical engineering. And I do not trust him over, you know, a physicist, ecologist on any types of that matter. Anyways... Uh, he did, recently did, uh, his new show on Netflix that is a train wreck all the time. I have watched bits of the first one, and I already know it's going to be a train wreck, and I'm never going to learn anything about science, because it's not about science, it's about the science of feelings, because that's usually when you lean left, is what's going to happen. You care about more about feelings than you care about, you know, facts. Anyways, uh... People found out that originally in the 1996 show, Bill Nye the Science Guy, he actually, uh, well, he went against, uh, he went against it actually. So instead of, it was a spectrum, he said that, he implied, I said he didn't directly say it, but he implied that there were two genders. Only two genders. Uh, and it's determined by the chromosomes. You, what actually science will tell you is actually, that's actually accurate. Uh, well, Disney all and everybody else got wind of it. Uh, did some selective edit, <laughs> took down the clip on Netflix, did some editing to change it so it was censored. And Engadget ran with it, and so they're culpable as well. So, But Google is saying that these are going to be credible sites. Now, I don't want Google telling me what's credible and what's not. That's my own personal way of doing it. I say what's credible. Google, you don't. You tell me. I type in something, and when the search queries come up, I get what I need. I don't want you to tell me what to do, because guess what? Humans do a really good job of filtering themselves. 
We don't need your help. I don't care how much you're trying to help people with this. You're not helping. What you're doing is you're adding to more of the suppression of speech in general. And I get, and if you're going to argue me about, well, it's a private business, fair enough. However, most of these companies have risen really quickly and gotten really popular because they followed more of the First Amendment mantra of allowing people to find what they want to find and they filter themselves. They've been doing this recently because they usually align with a progressive view, which my generation does. My generation is a bunch of idiots that don't understand what progressivism is or the word is or understanding that suppression of speech is not very progressive at all and stop being stupid. But you're not because reasons and feelings. More feelings and reasons because you don't like reason at all or logic. I don't really understand why, but that's where we live right now. That's one of my problems with Google, mind you, is that one. Don't like it. I don't want Google to be doing this. If you're going to be doing this, Google, I will be finding a new search to go after. I will go to DuckDuckGo. I will go to anywhere else because you have decided you're going to tell me what's true or not. And I don't need you to do that. That's not why I go to Google. I don't go to Google to tell me what is truth. I go to Google to find the research so I can discover what I may, what is truth or what I perceive as truth is, even though there usually is a truth anyways in life. Uh, that's what I don't want anymore. I'm tired of these companies telling me what I can and cannot see. And instead of going going against their principles that they started in the beginning, they are now trying to bland the internet. And the reason why people went to the internet because they got so tired of the blindness of everywhere else that was kind of regulated by the government and the government told them what to do, that they went to the internet because the internet was the Wild West and it was nefarious and it had things that were not so conservative. It was more provocative. But now if we're going to blend everything together, well, there it goes. There goes this. Internet might be done as we are. Uh, but, yeah. It's an unfortunate thing that that has happened. So that's that's one of the stupidities of Google so far right now. Now, there's more because they do own YouTube, and YouTube is being more and more uh, delinquent and stupid in general. So YouTube has been going back and forth about changing its policies on, well, uh, kind of uh, what filters or what gets on the trending or whatever uh, topics of what people they they want to show people to see videos for. Now, I'm all in favor of like doing what you want with your platform, but if you are going to say, for a while, we care about you content creators, we want you to have the best open platform so you can be discovered by anybody and everybody and we won't really suppress you. Now, all of a sudden, it's like, well... If you don't really have the best thing you're saying, we're just going to suppress you because we don't really want advertisers to be all uppity-jumpity about things they should not be uppity-jumpity about. So YouTube's in this thing where supposedly some ads were being shown on quote-unquote alt-right, ultra-conservative white nationalist videos. Now, I don't really know what that means because everybody's been throwing it around to anybody that actually has a right leaning. So if everybody's ultra-conservative white nationalist, 
just because they have more of a conservative viewpoint that doesn't make any sense and you need to find your well, your meaning plus please stop telling me everybody's a nazi because now you're just basically you're 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 killing the word you're making the word less of a hurt or an insult because you call everybody literally hitler literally a nazi because you need to put literally in front of everything because that's cool uh, but that's that's the other problem I have is YouTube. Please stop suppressing conservative voices. Stop trying to um, lift up the Young Turks because the Young Turks, well, they're not really very good to be honest with you. And if one conservative YouTube station actually follows FCC regulations and you blacklist them or put them on the restricted list, be because they're conservative that's it's weird because if they can get through the fcc fine but the young turks throw f-bombs every five minutes why why are they being more supportive than the other one because schools don't want that they don't want to endorse uh channels that throw the f-bomb out every single time and they don't bleep it out whatsoever and they're not following fcc regulations but oh no it's cool we like them because well, we kind of supported them really big and we don't really want to see them die because if we do, well, that's just a lot of money wasted because you bet on the wrong company. You bet on the wrong thing. And this has been my problem with you, YouTube. I've seen it before. You don't care about your content creators anymore because now you're going after TV and maybe, and to be honest with you, a lot of content creators are seeing this and they are saying, why should I be on here if... Anything I do may be on the restricted or blacklist of you, and so people can't find it. I don't get monetized for it, so I'm not getting any more money. You're going against your original roots of we want people to be on here to share what they want without feeling like they're going to be uh, blacklisted or restricted for said reasons. I get that you want to attract advertisers, but they will come anyways. And as always, you got to understand generational shifts which a lot of companies don't get anymore. And they're just looking at the millennials as they are the ones that's going to save the world. And I'm one of them. I'm going to tell you, we're not. We're actually going to F up the world pretty badly. Completely. Actually, we're doing a pretty good job right now because Western civilization will die because of my stupid generation. Yes, I'm calling my generation out as stupid because they are stupid. But YouTube... Stop. Stop trying to do this. People know. People have seen it. They're going to go to VidMe. They're going to go somewhere else. You're going to start losing it, and it's going to be a slow decline for you because the only thing you're going to worry about now is cable channels to you know push them over there because you have cord cutters, and they're a big group now because my generation plus the Gen Zs are watching YouTube more often than not. But if Gen Z is as conservative as the stats say, they might not like you anymore because you are censoring what they want to watch. The, I, I kid you not. Stop this now before this gets any worse and you're just going to have segregation of uh, people going to do kind of like um, subscription-based models like Steven Crowder does the Mug Club, uh, Daily Wire does something else. It's going to go there. Because they rather do that and, you know, not have to be beholden by you because you're going to keep on changing things without really asking the content creators what they actually want 
because you want to keep a good public image, but your public image is going to be tarnished to the people that, well, helped YouTube make what YouTube is. So you should be thanking these content creators that they made it so big as it is, but you're not. You forgot about that. You've found another suitor or found another lover or whatever you want to think about it. And it's ridiculous. Stop YouTube. Google. Fix this. You still have time to fix this. If you don't stop doing this, people are going to find another search and Bing's going to be big because you decided that you know what was best for other people and you didn't. You don't. I don't want Google, I don't want you censoring what I'm searching for because I don't know who is looking at this, who, who set the criteria for the algorithm for it to say what is fake news and what is it. Because I don't know what that is. Very subjective term. It has no uh, specifics on what fake news is because from person to person to person, Fox could be fake news, Huffington Post could be fake news, BuzzFeed can be fake news, Salon could be fake news. Any one of these can be fake news. Even the mainstream ones can be considered fake news. And you are playing into the hands of people that have no idea what they're talking about because reasons. You already gotten a lot of flack for your non-diverse um, pay for women and men because, once again, researchers found out that men usually work longer hours and are more willing to put in more work than women, it, than women are. And that's fine. It's completely fine. I am all for giving a quality of opportunity for people to discover what they want to do. And if they succeed, it's great. If they don't, don't whine and moan about it. Don't say, oh, we're still getting paid less. No, you're not. You're not willing to put in the work. There's a difference. If you're paid less, then it would be all over the place. Plus, businesses would actually just hire more women than men because they would pay less than the men. Because why would you want the men to work? when you can get cheaper labor. And then moving on to, oh, God. Eric Schmidt, again, again. Obviously, he can't keep his awful mouth shut about H-1B visas. Now, H-1B visas were allowed for people to, you know, come over here and work here, but however, they've been abused by the tech companies because the reason why they've been abused by the tech companies is because the tech companies don't want to pay American workers their, what they are offering. So instead, they go, oh, there's not enough tech talent in the United States. And I'm like, you can't find top-tier tech talent in the United States. Now, out of... Over 300 million people, you cannot find a small group of them, a small subset of them. Or you rather pay other people less because it's a lot better to pay them less than American people over here. I think that's what you really want to do. So when you say this is an utterly stupid thing for the Trump administration to, you know, cap it so you don't abuse it, you instead go, oh, it's, it's, it's detriment. It's terrible. Ah, No, it's not. Find talent here. Spend your money wisely and find talent here. If you cannot find talent here, you're doing it wrong. And you're doing it terribly. But, you know, it's Google, so they've been, they have their own ways of doing it. Even though they have a great um, way of uh, talking to people and trying to find the best talent, it seems like they're losing their way more and more as we go along this ever so progressive death spiral into Western civilization because our our western civilization is so terrible and everybody else is, is better which doesn't make any sense to me because actually our western civilization is what people 
have been the most free about also the most upward movement has been that also women have a lot more rights in the Western civilization. But no, let's all hate on it because some communist teacher that thought communism was great because, you know, killing 100 million people is so good. Man, communism's awesome. Yeah, you know, Stalin and his own genocide was great. Yeah. Yeah. If you don't understand what I'm talking about, go research communism. Go research the regimes. Please, educate yourself. I'm all for about educating yourself. But this whole censorship thing or marching on to censorship, even though they're private businesses, I understand that. They can do whatever they want. But I can also make my own opinion and then move on to something else because I don't feel like Google is um, doing what I want them to do. And also they're not providing a service that I only want them to do. They're a search company. I want to be able to search whatever I want to search without you suppressing everything and or even putting it in the third or fourth page because it's also a smarter way of killing it as well. I don't want you to do that. I'm also worried about my own website that will be suppressed because I'm not in the I may not be in the quote unquote not fake news category because reasons. Uh, now, to let you know, I'll probably be one of the few conservative voices for tech. You won't really find too many conservative voices in tech because most of them are from San Francisco, which is very left leaning. Understand that all. I'm usually one of the conservative ones because I understand that conservatism does have its place, just like liberalism does as well. We need two parts of it to actually have the somewhat functioning society, but one cannot overpower another. But anyways, moving on to that because we get we got way more stuff going on. All right. So before I get into this, the San Bernardino shooting. So. It was awful. It was terrible. I, I, I feel for the families that had to deal with this. Um, I'm not. I'm. I'm not against their grief. I will say that before I get into it, because I'm. It's. But, but, I'm, fully against their lawsuit. So the families of the San Bernardino shooting are going are suing Google, Facebook, and all these social media companies because they didn't do enough to suppress. ISIS because these these two individuals got it through there and so that's apparently how they did it. However, if they had prior connections, then it really wouldn't have mattered. Secondly, you know how many people are on Facebook? There's one there's over one billion people on Facebook. If 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 this was such a big problem, you would see way more evidence that this is a big problem. It's not. Secondly, what you are saying is that you don't like human behavior and you're trying to fix it. You're not going to fix it. This lawsuit's going to do nothing. What it does do is it makes a terrible, terrible argument for censorship. Oh, well, these social media companies should suppress this because I don't want any more funerals, as the lawyer says. And I'm like, oh, you don't want any more funerals, huh? So are you going to stop death too? Because that's part of life so apparently you hate life so why don't you sue life for causing death yeah it's it's not very good like i said my heart goes out to the shooting it was terrible it was awful i don't ever want to see people go through that however you cannot sue these tech companies because of people wanting to search for something 
And my other argument is for for that is that if they go somewhere else like DuckDuckGo or some other place that doesn't really track them, then we can't track them anymore. It's going to be a lot more difficult. They can go to the dark web and, well, good luck trying to find that one. No. Instead, they, they, they are... They are focusing their grief, focusing their pain on a company because they want to blame a company for something because they think this will stop it, but it's not really going to stop it, is it? Because they can find other ways of finding another avenue to reach out to these people. This isn't going to stop it. This is just going to make it a lot harder for us to track these people because right now you can track them through this. But if... They have their way with their ridiculous lawsuit because of their grief. Then we won't be able to track them as well. So, in general, this lawsuit should be thrown out. I, like I said, my heart goes out for them. But it stops when you go, we want to censor this. We want to stop this. And I'm like, you're not. This is just a stopgate. This will not do anything for you. Stop it. Um, but unfortunately, there there you have it. It is an unfortunate thing. Life is hard. It's difficult. And there's some things you just cannot foresee stop. It's unfortunate that that event happened. But doing this will not stop the pain. Doing this will not stop people from finding uh, groups like these. It just won't. You're not going to do anything, and you're looking for money. Well, then you're just as heart. You're just you're just heartless in general, and you stop. Anyways, moving on because I actually do want to talk about Gen Z because Gen Z looks like it's going to be doing something hopefully great for the tech sector or tech culture in general. So Gen Z is mostly and because nobody no generations of monolith just because like for example I'm a millennial. But I'm not progressive in any stretch of the imagination. Nothing. I think it's a complete waste of time. I think it's lost the argument a long time ago. And it's just kind of a dead horse that keeps on lumping along because someone, somebody else tries to bring it back to life. Anyways, um, Generation Z is the one after me. And uh, they are more conservative. They're very... they're. They grew up on tech more than I did. So my generation, I'm more the I'm on the older side of the millennials. Um, we grew up with like Nintendo. We I still remember rotary phones. I still remember VHS cassette tapes. Nintendo, Super Nintendo, Genesis, PlayStation. I saw that. Uh, actually, used DOS for a little bit. I only remember one command. Uh, so I kind of grew up with um, the fledgling tech industry. Is probably the best way of saying it. I used just about every Windows operating system there was from Windows, maybe even 3.1, but at least Windows 95 to all the way to um, to now, Windows 10. I, I, the one I didn't really use was Windows Millennial Edition. It was the only one I didn't actually um, use, but the rest of them I have used. So that that's how much I've been a part of this. I've seen games go from blocky 3d in the beginning to what they are now with more photorealistic more realism to them as well um i mean some of the first games i played was doom wolfenstein 3d all of those played all of them uh so 
the gen and I mean the basis of smartphones was in my era. Uh, gen Z's kind of grown up with smartphones, and they kind of don't know uh, a time before cell phones because cell phones weren't as pop were as um, available and were very expensive when I was younger. So I remember that they don't remember that at all because they didn't live at that time. They might not actually remember VHS at all. They probably would remember DVDs, maybe, but that's kind of it. But what I'm hopefully is going to be the most inspiring thing for Gen Z for me is changing the culture to be a little bit more balanced because they are more conservative, maybe a little bit more isolationist, which is a good and bad thing at the same time. But that could actually be a very beneficial for the tech sector because the tech se sector needs to get out of its... Um, group think bubble that everybody is on the left and there is no diversity of thought there at all. Nowhere. None. There is absolutely none. And it's driving me insane because I want more diversity like that. I don't care about your skin color. Your skin color, it's not that big of a deal to me. And what, what I care about more is your thoughts, what you think about. Are you trying to actually logically think this out? Are you trying to actually figure out something? Or are you using your feelings more to justify your thoughts? Because they do go hand in hand. But if you use them more than your brain, then I'm kind of worried about you a little bit. Be like, yeah, you got to get off that feeling. Um, but yeah, I'm really, really hoping they do something well with uh, the culture in general, but also the tech culture specifically. Because... They really, they really need to. I mean, there really needs to be a shift again because this, this, this slow decay to regressivism, which is the derogatory term for progressivism, has not been good for our culture, has not been good for the Western civilization in general. So I'm more than happy to see them, you know, take the charge and switch this a little bit more. Switch it up. We always need to switch up. Anyways, moving on to um, why I think it's important uh, for free speech to be in social media. So I'm I'm a huge advocate of it. I think um, it's important. A lot of my generation doesn't for some odd reason. They really want to censor everybody, which I don't really understand. If you say something I don't like, fine. You say something I don't like, but I can just leave. I mean, I don't really have a problem with people saying stupid things because we all say stupid things. In our life, um, I mean, for example, Stephen Colbert said some pretty awful things about the president, but I do not think that he should be fired for it. I think that people can just say, "All right, I don't like what you have to say. I'm going to go somewhere else because there is other competition out there for you." But that's what I think about this. I do not agree with anything that people do with. Ridiculous boycotts on social media. Oh, we're going to boycott. Ah, but, I mean, that's free speech, so I allow people to say that. What I want people to understand is why it's important for these social media sites to be as free as they can, within reasons, obviously, is for one thing. Um, they're in the business of you sharing things about yourself. That means uh, what you do, your personality, your thoughts, etc. If they prefer one ideology over the other, they are not really being free and open for people to share their feelings about. Plus, it will basically censor, self-censor people 
or they will move on to some other place. Now, you don't want a splintering off of different ideologies because you want kind of diversity of that, and once again, diversity of thought inside social media because it's more important than anything else. I don't care about the diversity of skin tones. I care about diversity of thought because what that does that it basically um, exposes us to different uh, different ways of thoughts we never thought about before, and maybe we maybe we were wrong about something. And then you go ch research it, go change it. There you go, a whole switcheroo on there. So I don't want this to happen. However, it seems like it's come it's happening more and more because the the crybaby police always gets hurt or miffed about something or some other because they want to get hurt because it makes them feel like they're worth something. It's it's a very s sad way of looking at it, but it happens now. It's how you get the news to recognize you. It's how you get people to recognize you. It's how you get people to be like, come on to your, to your side. Oh, you're, you're a victim. We want to help you. And I'm like, no, don't help them. Do not do that whatsoever. They are trying to do something. Don't do it. Just run away. Um, but that's what I that's what I want. I want to make sure that social media is still as open as it can be because that's how they got so popular. Twitter got popular because Twitter allowed you to talk about anything you wanted to. There was no call for censorship. What's over in the beginning days, and then eventually it was a slow march for it. If they keep on marching towards suppressing people, especially from the right, it's not going to be good for them. Because like I said before, generational differences do happen. If you don't see or at least are well aware of what each generation is, your business could really be hurt by it. Like, really be hurt by it. It's why I always tell businesses to stay apolitical. Even though there's calls for a lot of them not to be, I'm like, no. You have to see the future. You have to see over the horizon. Stay apolitical because that will get you over the horizon. Picking a ideological or political stance will not. It will hurt you. And people will find it because it's the internet and they will find anything. Remember that. All right, moving on to AMD, because this thing has been bugging me for like a month or so. So now, full disclosure here, I own stocks in AMD. Uh, so if that kind of makes me a little biased, so be it. But I at least want you to know that I own stocks in it. Now, uh, recently, or like the past year, AMD has been really well with the stocks. I think the around the projection was like over 300% rise increase in it. And they've made some good products. Like the Ryzen is great. The 400 series was great. 500 series, well, that was just a refresh, but no one really understands why there was a refresh for it because the 400 series was not that old. Um, there's that. Also, there's going to be the upcoming Vega chips, which are kind of the higher-end graphics cards for it. Now, the Ryzen chips mostly did really well. Most of the reviews were great. Some of the gaming reviews, I was still scratching my head because everything that I saw... From all the videos that I watched, everything was over 60 frames per second. Now, in gaming terms, if you don't really understand gaming terms, anything really over 60 frames per second is kind of just ridiculous that you're, you're complaining about one or the other. Because, to be honest with you, there's no reason to complain about that anymore. Because it's 60 frames per second. Kind of over that, your eye doesn't really see too much of a difference. And I just call it buffering now. From now, you have buffer 
So if you do dip, it's not that bad. And that's the only reason for it. But a lot of sites were like, oh, it's not that great. It's kind of mixed results on the frame rates. I'm like, it's over 60 frames per second. Why do you care anymore? Like, why do I care anymore? Which I didn't. Um, but for the most part, the Ryzen chips, especially the 1800, kept on par with uh, Intel chips, especially the one that was twice the price of the 1800X, which is great. But unfortunately, when the first quarter um, results came out, people were upset. But I was like, they're still on par with it. Why are you all upset? Why are you selling things off? I just, and then talking to people, especially investors, I start to figure out why. <laughs> it's because they don't understand tech. They just understand numbers, which is fine, but you also gotta understand the tech behind it as well. And the Ryzen chips are actually one of the best chips that Intel has come out in a couple decades, at least. It's been quite a while since uh, the X64 chips, which are really great and cut uh, Intel off guard completely. I think these are kind of the same thing. So I'm really happy for that. I'm really happy that Intel is kind of, I'm not Intel, AMD has come back and kind of won uh, some, hopefully some market share away from its competitors with NVIDIA and Intel in general. Because, man, some investors just need to understand tech because even when I'm talking to one guy, I go, well, why should, he, he said that um, the stocks should go back to $3 it should be, and I ask, well, why should they be going? Because Intel and, and NVIDIA are better. And I'm like, that's not a reason you don't understand tech. <laughs> I said, please stop talking before, before you sound really dumb because that was a really dumb answer. That was actually a complete, like, biased, ignorant answer that, well, he needs to go and figure things out, apparently. But my thing is, stop hating AMD. They're doing a great job for what they had because what they had was terrible. The bulldozer... CPUs were awful. Nobody liked them. I mean, they were an interesting way of dealing with it, but when they actually came out, it just didn't really compete with the Intel chips. Now they are competing with the Intel chips, and they're doing a really good job, but I just don't understand this hubbub of sell, sell, sell. I mean, AMD is making Intel come out with its new chips early because they're afraid of what the Ryzen is. That's a really good sign that they're doing something and they're on the right track, regardless if you don't like them or not. Now, it's interesting because the new Intel chips are not going to be coming with hyper-threading, which is kind of scratching my head because that doesn't really make any sense. And this, these actually could be a dud for Intel. We'll, we'll find out in the reviews when they actually come out. But for right now, that's where it's at. So my thing is stop hating Intel or AMD. Well, stop hating both. But stop hating AMD so much. Jeez. Had a bad rap and just can't, can't leave it for some odd reason. And full disclosure, I, well, I actually bought a new CPU and motherboard, but still the current PC I use is using an Intel chip and it has an NVIDIA card. So even though I own stock in AMD, I'm still really unbiased. I don't, I won't just, I won't just buy all AMD because I have stock in there. I'll buy whatever, whatever I see is the best. That's my thing about it. Now, just for, uh, just for quick things, uh, because I'm going to get back into this apps and programs to try out this week. So if you own a blog or anything like that, you know, it's difficult to get ads, especially with AdSense being awful. I hate AdSense. Uh, but there's AdPug, plug, uh, AdPlug, 
uh, that will kind of allow you to do ad server and ad manager, all that, so you can rotate ads all you want to do it. And it's really easy to set up for WordPress or anything else like that. So check it out if you are, well, if you own a uh, blog, especially WordPress, WordPress site, and you need something like that. All right. Is your company or business really into ping pong just for fun or whatever? Well, there's something called Pong Up that will allow you to keep leadership board so you can know who's the best in your office. So you kind of want to have some fun, but serious business at the same time. This is something you, you should look into. You can track your ping pong scores, be the office champion. Just kind of make it a little bit fun, man. More of a team effort if you have a ping pong table. If you don't, this will be a complete waste of time because you don't have a ping pong table. And also, the final one is called Pinguin. Pinguin. Uh, and basically, it's kind of a way for people to talk about food and fitness if they want to. So if you're a foodie and a fitness person, this is kind of things to do. You can join the community. It's only for iOS, though. So I'm sorry, Android users. We can't do it yet. It's unfortunate. But some that's how company, some companies do it. I don't really agree with only doing one, but it's in a beta format right now, so we'll see when they eventually go to uh, Google uh, Android system as well. Also, last thing is called live events. It allows you to kind of share your events, you know, talk with your people and make your events more lively online because you want to have them lively there, but you also want to have them online lively as well. Um, so you can get there's, there's polls and feedbacks. Engagement is supposedly seamless. You can also socialize at your event. As well, just everything you need right now. One thing called live events. Um, just sign up and see what it's all about. And final thoughts for this is uh, don't put all your eggs in one basket when it comes to social media in terms because businesses change, businesses morph, and businesses don't, well, they forget their original vision. And we've seen this with. Facebook, we've seen this with Google, and we've seen this with all of them. So my thing is try to be on as many as you can. If you're more conservative view, I, I I feel for you. I understand it's very frustrating. It feels like our voices are being suppressed to, because people don't like them and we're maybe meanies. But that's unfortunately how it is right now. So be on the lookout for new stuff. I mean, I encourage you to look at gab.ai. encourage you to look at minds.com for more, more of a more free speech area for it and to find more conservative voices than Twitter or Facebook will ever give you as well. Or even YouTube, go to vid.me as well to see what that's all about too. Um, but yeah, never think that a company is going to stay with its original vision. It always morphs, and sometimes it morphs in bad ways. Uh, also, just research stuff. Like, do your own research and educate yourself on it because that's the best way of not being duped is to educate yourself as best you can with different different opinions it's fine to get the people on the left it's it's fine to get the, their opinion as well it's good to hear what they have to say but also have your own as well and that is my final thoughts and as always thank you for tuning in sorry i've been away for so long but i'm back and it's now just going to be once a week instead uh, so be sure to follow Digital Coffee on Twitter, Facebook, Anchor Radio, obviously, because I'll be doing that uh, throughout the week. And um, Player.me, Twitch, YouTube, all those in general. Also, if you like this podcast, please consider going to the Digital Coffee Podcast store and picking up a coffee mug. You know, getting yourself, you know, getting yourself some swag. I'm hip with the lingo. But anyways, guys, hope you have a great rest of your week and see you next Sunday. Later. <laughs>